When it's a phone, not a phone. When it's a radio, radioonthego.com is where you can download the app for iPhone or Android. Then listen anywhere to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the go. New Year's resolutions. We all make statements proclaiming things we'd like to improve in the new year. Hi, this is Tessa Haller with First Bank Campton. If you made a resolution to raise your credit score, we can help. We offer CreditSense, a free credit monitoring feature with online and mobile banking. You can view your credit score, check your credit report, and read tips on how to improve your credit. There's even an option to monitor any changes made to your credit report. The first resolution is to know where you stand, and with CreditSense, you'll be off to a great start. First Bank Campton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at radioonthego.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues that affect our area. And now, here's today's First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Today's Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is number 2,000 since we began the program in 2015. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is Hampton Mayor Steve Burtzel. We'll provide an update on such areas as how the remodeling of City Hall has been coming along. Radio On The Go's Sean Dietz himself, a former Hampton Mayor, conducted the interview. Mayor, thanks for inviting me into City Hall here. Uh, City Hall has been recently renovated, and you guys just accepted completion on that project. Tell us a little bit about uh, how things went and some of the changes. You know, I had Ron Dunt kind of headed it up um, as a city manager, but um, I think it, overall it went very smooth. Uh, there was a few you know, bumps here and there we had to change with that, any construction project, as you know. But I think the staff is really happy with how it turned out up front. Uh, and we're just tickled with the new council chambers back here. It just looks a lot more modern. We, we feel like we're making headway. As I walked in here, I was struck by the colors. For one, it's, it's a, like you said, a much more modern look. But you see this uh, you see this gray look a little bit more in designs these days. And the chairs are updated a little bit since the last time I was up here. And also, uh, you've got the handicap accessible ramp up here to uh, the council kind of desk here. Really, you can see the attempt to really be more accessible accessible to the public with things like uh, the remote meetings. Absolutely. You know, I think the pandemic kind of brought the Zoom into play for a lot of people. Um, we continue to use it because some people are more comfortable attending that way. And we do have some audiovisual stuff yet to add here so that we're going to, you know, we'll be able to see things and see people on the Zoom. And I think it's really helpful and, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. And we've got some pictures that will be available on the KLMJ Facebook page for folks to see, but uh, also encourage people, as always, to come out and take part in city government and come down and uh, see the chambers in person. Absolutely. I invite anybody, you know, whether it's a council meeting, you have something on the agenda you want to hear, or you just want to come see our smiling faces, come on in. One of the things that uh, we were talking about before we turned the uh, before we turned the microphone on here, you guys right now are busy. It's that time of the year you're into the budget process. And talk a little bit about how that's been going uh, for the city. The budget's always always a fun time uh, for everybody. And we got to kind of lay out where our priorities are, you know, some capital improvements. And then I think we did a little goal setting session here a while back. So we made sure that we incorporated it. I think there was eight of the goals that we had set into our budget so that we can discuss them and make some headway on them as well. 
council continues to hold workshops every other Monday. Then council uh, action meetings, our regular council meetings are held uh, then every other uh, Thursday. And uh, you guys, of course, will have a uh, regular council meeting coming up on Thursday. Any highlights uh, that you know of on the agenda so far? Like I said, we're deep into the budget conversations, so so that can go from workshop to, to council meeting pretty easily if there's any that needs to be handled business-wise. Otherwise, we'll just uh, take them as it comes. And as always, public input is welcome. Always, always. public. I love public input. That's how I kind of got into the council seat and eventually into mayor is that, you know, I just wanted to see how things worked. I wanted to see what they talked about because I'd never been to a council meeting. And it really opened my eyes. And I think if people would come in and just join us, I think it'd be an eye opener as well. You know, there's been a little bit more of public cooperation with one project in specific in the last year, I know, that being the dog park. Tell us a little bit about, you know, those types of projects. You know, the dog park is just one example but there's also, you know, the ongoing things that kind of never seem to end as well. Right. Dog parks is, I think they're going well. Uh, I haven't had an update recently, but uh, last I heard they were doing some good fundraising for that. I know we're looking at uh, a little park uptown here. Um, on Main Street to help enhance that area, you know, to get that thing going. And then, as you said, ongoing things, we always have the nuisance properties. We have the blighted properties that we need to take care of. Our new police chief, uh, Mark Morrison, uh, him and and the new captain, uh, Halsney, are doing a great job working closely with Doug Tarr, public works director. And I know we're making some progress on that. It's it's like turning the Titanic, you know, it's a slow process, but we are starting to see some progress on that, and that excites me. As we move through, you know, various different types of projects that we've mentioned here. You know, one of the things that is important that I think people understand and look at is the relationship of the members on the council and how they kind of work together. In your time on the council, I know you said been on the council since 2019, mayor since I think May. Tell us a little bit about that council culture and, and how the different personalities work together on this particular council. Personally, I think we've got a great group of guys and gals up here working on the council now. When I started, they were very, very welcoming. I mean, they took me, showed me the road got me deep into the council process right away. We don't scream and shout at each other at this point. We haven't. Seemed like we get along pretty well. Uh, we can come to a consensus on items that need to be discussed uh, and get them taken care of as quickly as we can. And really, uh, when you look around the table of the names that are represented here, it's really a veteran group. Yes, yes. Uh, we've got uh, Pat Palmer, uh, Barry Lamos, and Bill Hodge, who have been on for some time, Jim Davies. And then we got Jerry and, and uh, Kevin Blanford as our, our new ones. Everybody is grabbing hold of this thing, and we're all working together. And like I said, it's kind of like when I talk about Hampton, I don't talk about a city or a town. I talk about a community. So I look at as the city council as part of that community. And if we can come together, we're going to get things done. KLMJ Newsmaker Program visiting with Hampton Mayor Stephen Birdsell on the 2000th episode of the Radio on the Go Newsmaker Program. And Mayor, we were visiting a little bit about, you know, some of those transitions at the police department. You mentioned uh, the ongoing projects and how well the new leadership there is is working with Doug and the uh, Public Works Department. Talk a little bit about that transition. And, you know, Chief Schaefer obviously uh, retired and, you know, we've got new blood in the, in the leadership in Hampton PD, but those are both experienced officers and uh, good to see them kind of moving up in the ranks. 
Yes. Um, Chief Schaefer, uh, I have the utmost respect for him. I've known him a long time. He did a great job as police chief, and he deserves his retirement. When Chief Morrison interviewed for the job, he came in with basically with his guns loaded, so to speak. He's been around. He's seen what needs to be done. He needs sees what needs to be changed or fixed, and he's jumped into that with both feet, and I think he's doing a great job. And he named Mike Halsney as uh, the captain. They've got a chemistry that works well together, and like I said, connect that with the Public Works Department, and I think we got a good thing going here. As we're in January still in 2023, what are some goals that you might have as mayor? I think my main priority, number one, the nuisance properties. I want to see those cleaned up as much as we can and make this a, a beautiful town to live in that people want to come here and live. The other thing is, I, I'd like to see us bring some more business and economic development in. I mean, I think it's important, and we've recently got the Centro Company out at the Industrial Park, the Family dollar store going in over here where the co-op used to be little things and little employers but you know what if we keep building i think we can bring in some bigger employers and and we can make hampton great again mayor stephen birdsell once again our guest on the newsmaker program anything else you'd like to add today mayor i think the only way i want to add is that uh, i really really appreciate the partnership we have with the news media with klmj with the hampton chronicle guys get our information out there you, you let people know what's on the agenda. So if they want to come in, they can and voice their opinion or just come in and visit, you know, and, and listen. But uh, we really appreciate you know, the partnership that we have with the, the news media here in town. Our thanks to Steve Burtzel, today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com and click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. With chilly weather of January, spring planting feels like it's a long way out. Hi, this is Eric Reichertz with First Bank Hampton. January is the ideal time to finalize financing for this year's crop, and you can count on us. First Bank Hampton is a full-service agricultural bank offering operating lines of credit as well as loans for equipment, buildings, and farmland. Whether you're a large or small operation, we'd like to be your bank by providing you with competitive rates, great service, and terms you'll truly appreciate. At First Bank Hampton, we're proud to serve local farmers. Member F. DIC, an equal housing lender. A winning combination.